Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, just a word to the wise from your friendly neighbourhood producer Zane, uh, also known as the Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia. We've had a little bit of a technical hiccup on the recording software this week, so instead of giving you a new episode, what we're going to do is give you a special sneak peek into what our Patreons get. We're going to give you... Episode number 10, the 10th Amendment, uh, which is the second of our Patreon episodes. So this week and next week, you will technically be getting an episode that you haven't heard before unless you're a patron. So if you want more of these episodes where we do get a little bit more argue and a little bit more vocal, you can go to check out our Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast and... I guess enjoy this sneak peek into the world of a New World Order's Patreons. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor of Zane Australia, Zane C. Weber. Joining me at the table tonight to discuss all of our nation's issues are a Supreme Leader Sebastian of the eh, you know, country of the United States of America. <laughs> We're feeling modest today. Modest. <clears throat> that has no That's place in Andropolia. I, <laughs> I am El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler of the great confederacy of Andropolia. And this is the part where I would usually explain to our new listeners what we do and why we do it. But I don't need to do that this time because if you're listening to this, you are one of our very special and valued Patreon supporters. So you already know what we're doing. So let's just get down to it, shall we? Also, thank you for donating. Yes, thank you for donating. Feel free to get all your friends to do it as well so you can share this with them. Anyone have any particular pressing issue? Now, you you booked yours, and I, I feel like it should be the ending cap because I mean, just because <laughs> we should go out with a bang. Yeah. Zane, how how important is your issue? Because um, I've not read mine yet. You, you what? <laughs> I've read the title of mine. It sounds important. But oh, I don't know what, if it is. what one did I say I was going to do? Because I'm kind of happy to do any of them. Let's go whips, chains, and leather. Oh, oh my! This is the right one. <laughs> no, no, it was. I remember. I think the other one was more. Explosive. (laughs) An organised crowd of leather-clad individuals, some of whom are on leashes, are protesting against discrimination for those who share their interests. Option number one. We happen to express our love differently with different hobbies and activities, explains BDSM enthusiast Athens Haynes. While wearing needle-sharp spiked heels and holding a whip, 
Shops exist to cater to the needs of normal people, but do you have any idea how hard it is to get a quality whip? And little support for our hobbies would be appreciated. That's fair enough. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't I don't I didn't think that this sort of thing was banned in Zane Australia, but if it is, then I'm happy to remove said ban. <laughs> uh, yep, that's my choice. Uh, option well. number two is yeah, exclaims Engelbert Palpatine, another enthusiast wearing nothing but a collar. And like other couples, we want the right to display our affection in public. If Master wants to take me walkies in public, he should be able to. I also agree with this person. So that's just kind of... I I wasn't aware that this was banned in public, though it's kind of nudity, but I don't even care about that either. So It's a a pressing issue, clearly. Yeah. And then option number three, this one's going to be a doozy because it's the last one. (laughs) Kristen Venkman dissents wholeheartedly. This is not about showing affection. It's about moral decency. Think of the children, for God's sake. Think of the children. We must criminalise and eliminate this perversion to keep them safe. Which, of course, means a special task force to track down and capture the cretins. <laughs> like, that's that's going from, like, zero to 200 really quickly. So, let me get and, straight. We'll get some police, but we should keep them a secret because they're a special task force. Yeah. And get them to hunt down the... The leather, the, the leather BDSM. Exactly right. The S&M Stasi. Uh, <laughs> track down and capture. So we'll just Itself put them... Itself a fetish, I'm sure. Really, we'll just put them in a prison where they can all just <laughs> wear leather all the time. Leather and maybe some like, I don't know, like, I'm thinking like purple triangles or something. Just, to, <laughs> just, to, just so people from outside know what they Black triangles. Black triangles? Oh, yeah. I apologise. Yeah. Uh, no, no, so you... obviously the only real option here is number two. two like yeah. no, no, Number one is... A no-brainer, but I I don't have a problem with number one asks for subsidisation, doesn't it? No, no, no. It's uh, well a little support for a hobby. So it's basically um, I assume that there's a ban here, right. uh, so, so I'm removing the, market, the ban guess, yeah. so that shops don't have to hide the fact that they sell these products. I see. Okay. Um, and then the second one goes it should be allowed to display affection in public, um, and obviously that means uh, nudity because he's wearing nothing but a collar. I see. And then three is track them down, put them all in prison, which is... And label them so people know what they're looking at from afar. Yep. Well, they, they're they already wearing something quite distinguishing. So that's true. I, I vote too. Just one thing. Just one thing that's very... Just the collar. Just wearing the collar. But I think you're, you're not noticing the collar. You're noticing the naked man around inside the collar. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. I mean... It's a very naked man leashed... So branding's the way we should go, not not patches, I think. So I, I can't imagine that either Andropolia or Submerica would have a big issue with my stance on this. Go number two, let people do what the fuck they want. They're not hurting anyone. Andropolia would not regulate um, uh, personal relationships that people have. Yeah, absolutely. However, ideally, we would have no public spaces at all. Everything would be privately owned. So what you did would have to be, you know, by okay consent of the yeah. owner. Yeah. Well, let's go number two because we do have public spaces. What happens when all – you said there's no public spaces, so it's all private. That's the but idea. Doesn't it just stop any potential growth because now no, – like, No, why would it com- stop growth? Well, okay, we look at Australia like with Woolies and Coles. We have yes. – pr- I mean, it's 
a duopoly has occurred here. Right. But let's say Coles was to go under somehow and then Woolworths has complete reign over the market, they could lock everyone out. So couldn't that be the case of how would they how would they lock everybody out? Because they would be the only major supermarket that existed. They could, for example, until somebody took over a dilapidated Coles. But then there's one. I mean, like, isn't it a risk that some Uber company could come into your land and bit by bit purchase everything, and then you've lost your you've lost the country because now it's just Starbucks. They could be, but monopolies don't really exist in nature. And if they do, they don't last for very long. Unless, Mi- unless you take the example of humans. <laughs> monopolies, <laughs> monopolies. Even requ- they get eaten by sharks sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> monopolies require coercion to remain afloat. Yep. Um, and with the help of the government, <clears throat> Woolies and Coles have um, cornered the market and they have excluded everybody else from coming in. I know Aldi has a small share of the market. It may even be growing. I'm not sure of that statistic, but it's still insignificant compared to um, Coles and Woolies uh, separately. I mean, honestly, an an anarchic state like what Andy is producing is the the worst-case scenario is, of course, corporate takeover, basically megacorp, takes over the entire country and then you just basically a government by board of mm-hmm. directors and like that's worst case scenario best case scenario well, is that, a whole bunch terrible. of individuals operating in an ever changing market as we remember from last week you can't overpower the government if there's no government to overpower yeah. but you can overpower people you can yeah you can like but in theory okay that government owns the, that one company owns all the land that company now employs no no all no, the no 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 Woolies and Coles do not own the land that they, no, that no, they sorry. are on but you said you want all the land to be privately owned yes so let's say Uber company comes in buys it all up now not only does no one have a choice of where they're going because the company where owns everything where would they get the money to buy it all up and what Black sense market. and know. what <laughs> sense <laughs> No, foreign it, investors. <laughs> when you, Zane <laughs> Australia has no ulterior motives. I assure you. Let's let's let's. I'm un, just curious. Sorry. Let's unpackage this. If let's say you are a mega corporation. Yep, Subcorp. You did Subcorp. You didn't get there on your own. You have shareholders. You have a board of directors, uh, whom also have some vested interest in the company itself. And what you are saying is you're saying to them, let's take all our spare resources. Let's take all the liquidity that we have. Right, maybe not even all. Maybe just a, just a portion of it. You may be supremely wealthy yep. and have lots of resources. Sebcorp definitely is. You're saying let's take a significant portion of our liquidity, of our wealth, and just buy up all the land. Yep. Just buy up all the public land that we can. What do you think their response is going to be? The public's. No, your your board of directors, the other shareholders. They're going to say, "Why on earth are you doing this without a plan to make more money?" Because if if the difference between between making ten percent, I'm just throwing out numbers, yeah. you know, doubling your, your your profits for that year, is taking that money and investing in new equipment or modernizing you know facilities that you that you already have, or buying up a whole heap of public land. What do you think they're going to vote for? If you guys, unless you you like, then you have the counter argument of Netflix. Who is going seventy million dollars into debt? Twenty billion. Twenty billion dollars. Yeah, twenty billion. <laughs> yeah, I know. Into debt in order to secure more of the market for themselves and make themselves more of a. I, I don't want to say monopoly because there are a lot of competitors in this particular market, but definitely to 
really make a footprint and get a foothold. And like that's the thing. Like once once you have enough of that, if you are, do have canny enough management, you can get more and more and more. But I think in a true in a true anarchic state, like what Andy is saying, is you will well, have a, people a, a, who a, a, refuse, a free market rules. Yeah. yeah, you you'll have people who refuse to do business with you. Yeah, but um, if this super company in this example gains one hundred percent control in this case. They, sure. Apart from having all the, they now employ everyone. But then, not necessarily. And you always have the option they of leaving own the country. Everything. Then you work. Let's for say Sebcorp owns all of the land in in Seb America. Yep. They own every single scrap of land. To do anything means to um, uh, pay them a toll, pay them rent, pay them whatever. Is it not in Sebcorp's interest to find a fair price for? Everybody who wants to walk, rent a place to do business and do that to get the most income that they can. My assumption was when they buy the land that has the supermarket on it, they then buy the supermarket on top of it. Why would that happen? Because they can. And suddenly... Do you rent a house? No. (laughs) (laughs) I rent a unit. (laughs) If somebody bought the unit that Zane lives in, would they also buy Zane? If they own no, Zane's, don't buy if me. they own the office that Zane works in and the home that he lives in, they may as well. No, <laughs> don't. How do, they, how do they own Zane? They don't, but they're employing him, so he has to be a good employee to pay them. So or he leave. has the right to live in their home <laughs> I, this, or leave the country. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. It's if, if you take you take your money. This is money that you have saved, and you buy a property. There is already somebody there doing business and paying rent. And what you're saying is, hmm, I might want to kick them out. Now, I could, I, could, I could support that if you were going to say, okay, I'm kicking them out because I've got somebody who's going to pay me more rent. It's going to be more profitable to put this new person yep. in. Right? I, I can understand that. But why would you kick somebody out and then, and then have it vacant? I wasn't saying you would kick him out. But I'm saying, like, he has now lost the place where he lives and lost the place where he works he to one company. No, he hasn't lost. No, he's there. If he, but if, they're not his. If they bought it off Zane, Zane is now cash rich. Okay, so right? he's, Zane's living in his current Seb apartment. Corp, Seb Corp trades. Not, it's cash. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, so Zane's living in his apartment and he's, he's working at his work all owned by Seb Corp. So he's renting uh, an apartment from Seb Corp. Right. So he receives... Zeb, can I have a raise? No. In fact, <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to pay you. How much is your rent? Let's say it's 300 a week. Okay. We'll lower his salary down to 400 a week. What? Okay, oh, so why on. would he continue working for you? Let me... Because there's no other choice. He moves out of the country. What do you mean there's no other choice? I own everything. There's, no, uh, there's nobody else no, to so work I'm saying, for? Sebcorp has bought everything. No, okay, you've bought everything, but why would you, why would you decrease <laughs> people's wages and increase their rents? I mean, You're not going to make money that way. If, if I may try and clarify, if you drive everyone out of your, your nation by <laughs> basically dropping their wages, increasing their rent, then you're not going to have... You, you, you'll have a whole bunch of that's things... Poor, that's poor management. That, yeah. that nothing will come of... Whereas in Andy's situation, you would be trying to attract people from other places to bring them and their money into your place to then get their money flowing around your system. I'm just saying once everything is paid off, like you own this, they own this building that we're in right now. Once that's all done, they can 
take their 300 a week, lower his wages, so they're taking just the 300. Why would they? Because now he's, they're being farmed. Seb he's Corp- farming. The Seb Corp is in the business of making money. And we will. We will very, How? very long can, term. If I use We're the controlling their a, cash flow that of we a give mining them. company <laughs> who import people to work, they house them for free. Yeah. <laughs> because it's in their best interest to get the best workers to work at their place yep. without but this judging is, them rent. But the difference is they're moving someone from a place that they live to somewhere that they don't already live. In this, in this scenario, they own... All of it. Yeah. So but then regardless still, of where you move, as long as you stay in, in wherever your book is. But you're country. assuming that my job has no importance to them. If oh, they still need someone to do my job, they want someone talented to do their job. And if I have talent doing my job, they want to keep me. Clearly the most talented people yeah. would be the most attractive. So it, it would just give them greater power over the resources that they have. Yep. So I am employed as a graphic designer. If I'm not working up to par, then they can get someone in to do my job for me and I'd be in the exact same position if that happened now to someone who doesn't own my house. You guys don't like hate the idea of them paying you to pay themselves in a circle? What do you mean? Oh, that's kind of what happens now. Well, no. Just without one person being at the top. No, that's what I'm saying, though. There will be one person at the top. And in if this that case. happens, then that's a corporate dystopia. And yeah. Like but that's, that's, but that's the a, threat. If, you... if, if, Zane's, if Zane Stralia's plan goes awry, then we get Terminator. <laughs> so, and if mine goes even a little bit badly, just bombs everywhere. Do you, well, we do will you get eat, fallout. Do you, you eat, Seb? Do you eat? I presume you eat. Yes. Right? Yes. Do you eat? So, so which farmer do you go to and what do you exchange with him in order to get the food that you, that you I eat? buy through whatever grocery store I go okay, to. Okay, so you don't go through, through, directly through a farmer. Yet. Right. Yep. Yet. <laughs> you do something that has some value to somebody else. Yep. Right, and you trade dollars for for those services or those or those goods or cents in some cases. <laughs> they then trade some service that is valued for some reason, um, or goods that are valued for some reason for dollars, and they buy the things that they need. It's a one big circle anyway. That's, but it's that's, not that's feeding, what we do. It's not all feeding up to one place though. Yeah, like, but still, even if it is feeding all up in one place, there, there is still that motivator. Of profit, yeah. So that that is what drives. Like getting rid of everyone or making people unhappy are going to drive down your profits because you everyone being happy is everyone spending money. Yep. If people don't have money to spend, then what, what are you going to do? I will say some fun <laughs> things have happened. Oh, since please, I, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Since sorry. I let leather-clad people <laughs> roam around in parks, we did go off on a tangent a little bit there. I do uh, apologize. <laughs> uh, Zane Australia has actually been reclassified. Oh, from uh, liberal democratic socialists to a left-wing utopia. Oh, that's exciting. My uh, the headlines are: a new museum to open. Uh, international body praises an Australian development. Kitten fur, not as soft as previously believed, <laughs> scientists say. And big business applauds government support. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly this was a bigger <clears throat> industry than you had anticipated. Uh, apparently, uh, furniture restoration industry has risen 29.3%. Oh, those fetishists. Yeah, oh, uh, into no. old furniture apparently. <laughs> no, I can just think of bloody burn after reading. 
Cherry <laughs> 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 makes. <laughs> uh, retail up 23%. Business subsidization up 6.2%. Uh, economy up 4.7%. Ideological radicality 4.4%. Then economic output, average income, civil rights, manufacturing, agriculture, cheese exports, culture, intelligence, human development index and inclusiveness are all up between 1% and 3%. Uh, the big downfall is author- authoritarianism, down uh, 11.1% of Stalin's. Excellent. Uh, social conservatism, 8.8% down. Niceness down by 1.7%. Uh, and everything else is 1%. So taxation is down, obesity is down, pacifism is down, and tourism is 0.17% down. Statistical so. anomalies, really? Yeah. Uh, so I think that's mostly good and now officially utopia. Good. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. Well, Seb America, what uh, what do you have to bring to the table this evening? Mine's called Wiki Worries. So my issue, State Department officials are in an uproar over the leaking of key government cables by the website Wikispills. The site's owner, under the nom de plume El Denunciante, I think that's how it's said, yeah. uh, is operating from an anonymous location in neighboring Bigtopia. <laughs> God. <laughs> Where the government can't reach him. Said America's leaders are Moscow, sharply divided. <laughs> what? My leaders are sharply <laughs> divided on how to deal with this. Uh, this man has done no wrong, says Nelson Freeman, who also happens to be the head writer of the Suplex City Times magazine. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> the people have it a right. Us. <laughs> this is exactly what he wanted all along. <laughs> the people have a right to transparency of government. El Denunciante is a hero who has revolutionized my magazine sales. Oh, freedom of speech for this country. No state action must be committed that, the, that would infringe upon our right to disclose government information regardless of the effects on diplomatic relationships. Besides, it isn't as though you've done got anything to hide, do you? Uh, I agree for the record with this mm-hmm. guy entirely. There should be no secrets. That's the, the point of my whole nation is you know everything, make your choice. Yep, that's right. And you can come down to our bunker at any time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. In order to unlock those Get secrets. Get a cushy government job and you can come to my bunker. Um, El Denunciante. <laughs> El Where we have no secrets at all to hide. Once you're in, who knows if you'll come out. <laughs> Fingers crossed there's enough food. El Denunciante is a terrorist and has committed treason, argues reactionary talk radio host Tanya McKay. I like her. The fact is... He has consistently presented an anti Sebmerican agenda, and people like him need to be stopped from propaganda, <laughs> propaganda. Does I can't speak propagandizing, propagandizing their filth. What we Hitlering. need is really, yeah. What we need to do <laughs> is block this website and others which threaten the security of this great nation, like those op- opposition party blogs that keep popping up. I mean, what use is personal freedom, internet security, and peace of mind denied? For her, I'm not blocking any information. <laughs> this seems like a lot of needless work, if you ask me, says Archibald Starkey, your brother-in-law. Well, it's like, oh, brother-in-law. I was like, is my last name Starkey? <laughs> <laughs> um, while enjoying a foul-smelling beverage in your office, why should the people get to discuss you and your government anyway? Seems to me that things would be much easier if you just told them what their opinion was oh. and blocked out all others. <laughs> yeah, oh, two and three are very similar. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going with let the man speak. After all, he was just doing what he wanted, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, like, he should come here and do it. <laughs> and honestly, like, I think we found out with the American, if Obama had just let him back in and pardoned him, 
he wouldn't have all the WikiLeaks interference that we get from Russia now. Mm. Talking point, the underwear of women in power issue of the Suplex City Times is sold out. <laughs> Officials uh, exhausted after two-hour grilling from school children. 14-year-old girl unifies quantum theory. General and re- Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And sorry, general relativity. Financial planners advise more retirement planning. International observers applaud rising political freedoms in SEP America. Um, quick notes there. Safety went up 27. Wow. Book publishing went up 16, I guess, from the magazines. corrupt were your politicians that that safety has risen so high? I don't think they were. Everything I've done has been to just transparency. you've done. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Political freedom went up four, almost five. Okay. Um, Corruption went up 2.9, which is really confusing how corruption could have gone up. Hmm. Maybe all of a sudden known st- corruption went up. Well, I guess. Well, maybe maybe corruption in politics went down, but corruption in media. Um, as for the downs, is actually good. Authoritarianism went down fifty percent. Good. Uh, crime eight. Political apathy five. And then it drops down to the singles with taxation going down one point two. So that's all good things. Yeah, I mean, unless wait, unless they hit the detail button and <laughs> black market went up ten percent. Great. It's hiding some big numbers in that <laughs> hidden panel there yeah, that you keep talking about. Gambling went down 7.4. People are like, I read the books. Gambling is bad. <laughs> I should stop gambling. Apparently, the house always wins. <laughs> Who knew? So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Averageness went down. Averageness. Averageness? Yeah. So maybe you're average more standardi- This is the average standardized normalty scale. <laughs> went down. <laughs> Good. <laughs> the average, time. average, average scale <laughs> stayed average. So now people are less average than I guess each other. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm pretty happy with that. I was hoping for like some sort of major political shift with my nation, but I guess. <laughs> well, not- again, I think that's the that was the only really appropriate answer. If you if you're not living in a in a fascist state, true. Yeah. I know, but well, I was hoping for whether a- blatant or. Well, what, what about the case for government secrecy? For example, I'm sure there must be some sort of tiny, minuscule, probably doesn't even show up on the radar, some sort of exhaust port on your underground bunker. Surely the uh, you know secret, the secret knowledge of where that is would, would want to be kept secret. After all, you've built the bunker to be safe from retaliation. We literally don't have an army like... I don't think we're in... No, no, no. But, no, no, no. but, but people you, need to breathe in this bunker. Yeah, but I don't think and we're the location, the location of the ventilation and shafts. Like, it's, just, it's just physics that a bunker of that size needs to have a ventilation shaft yeah. that if you shoot a missile down it, it will just cause the implosion of the whole thing. A cascade. Now, how do you protect that information? <laughs> if not through secrecy. No, don't write it down. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody knows. <laughs> We're winning this one, boys. <laughs> we killed the men that built this place. 
Wow. No one knows. That is that any, is a little fast. Anywhere that gets anywhere that gets stuffy, we'll just close off that wing and we won't investigate and any we'll further. Dig a new hole <laughs> on the other side. The famous moving 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 bunker of said America. <laughs> I just I thought I thought more dramatic things would happen when I did no secrets. I really did. That sounds well, like I, a big a big call is a halving of authoritarianism. That's pretty big. Yeah, it was always it was pretty low. But anyway, again, like I it's thought. the first time that you've been explicit about it in this particular game after uh, you've grown so much. Yeah, that could be it so, too. Like that's the thing. Like I didn't know that BDSM was banned in Zane Australia, but apparently that's something that I needed to. Then to exactly right, and all that's right. what makes the game interesting. Yeah, <laughs> finding out all about finding your own out exactly culture. what's wrong with your nation <laughs> that you didn't know about. All right, so now we come to the piece de resistance. We are in Act Two of the trilogy of Carnage. Oh God, the oh. darkest <laughs> traditionally <laughs> of the three acts. There is some light in Act Three. They say. <laughs> well, Act Two. Do they say that? Is that what they say? Act two, I promise you, my answer will be very dark. All right. And I will explain why, in explicit detail, why it's the correct answer. I look forward to it. (laughs) It's almost like that's the premise of the whole podcast. (laughs) The title, Doctors Crossing Borders. In response to an increasing number of people without adequate healthcare in Andropolia... Seems mm. a very subjective measure, but let's continue. <laughs> that statement is <laughs> negative. It must be subjective. <laughs> a neighbouring nation within the South Pacific has publicly sought permission to establish free health clinics. Now, as we all know, they are not free. They are simply not charging the people who are getting the health care. Yes. Somebody still pays. Yes, I, in this case, the foreign nation. The foreign nation, yeah. who I'm sure will extract it through some sort of tariff or tax. Well, well, anyway, that that's not mentioned. <laughs> the debate. Well, isn't this quite the blessing, exclaims Marjorie Giono, one of your chief economic advisors. Not only does foreign money come into our economy, those darn socialists will stop complaining about how badly the poor are suffering. <laughs> Best of all... <laughs> We Those darn socialists <laughs> caring for people. Best of all, we don't even have to spend a single ample on it. We could even charge an establishment fee for each clinic and help ourselves to the proceeds. That seems very dictatory. Mm, yeah, it does. <laughs> a little bit. I won't be going. With very Mugabe ish, actually. <laughs> Mag- yes, that's right. Very, very, very African dictator. Yes. How dare those bleeding-heart foreigners make us look like a third-world nation, declares Warwick Modi, the maintenance man in your office, as he fixes your minibar. They want to waltz into our country and make us look like the bad guys, just so they can have the spotlight. They don't actually care about the poor. Speaking of the poor, if they don't have to pay for things like health care, then what incentive is there to find work? It's just reinforcing the culture of dependency and laziness that exists among some in the working class. Charity should be banned, frankly, and if it didn't, and if you didn't work for it, you don't deserve it. You're well, picking that one, aren't you? That's uh, it's more along the lines of uh. Please, gentlemen, before you before you spit on me and throw no, no, your, no. and no, no. pelt your no, rotting tomatoes. Uh, that sounds like you. <laughs> we, 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 we're just speculating here, like that. That does kind of 
that falls into a few of the baskets that you've been putting things into. I will agree. It, it, it definitely it does... fits more than number one. Yes, it is a puzzle piece mm. with very, very close-fitting edges. Mm. We can't allow ourselves to be shamed like this in front of the global community, or our own people for that matter, your bedraggled Minister for Health tells you. (laughs) We should take this as a sign that it's finally time for us to devote resources to the health budget and establish a universal healthcare system. It may be costly in the beginning, but it'll save us much in the long run, and not just in terms of amples. Think of how much face we'll save in the international community by implementing this instead of asking others to do it for us. I can't see a loss for this. I think I would go with that one. Well, yes. I suspect you both would. Is Your downfall... Option? No, they are, it's okay. ju- it is just those three. Your downfall is that you do care for people, but you don't respect the people that you care for. I do respect them. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You want things to be done for them. You don't want them to be responsible for their own health care. You want to say, do what you want and come and we'll you know, slap a cast on you or operate yeah. on your heart or whatever it is. <laughs> don't worry about, you know, <laughs> don't worry about finding, <laughs> finding the right educational path for yourself and finding out subjects and, and teaching yourself. No, come to the university where we'll, you know, say, remember this specific quote of the textbook and you'll be fine for the rest of your life. And we'll call you educated. Whatever they want to do. <laughs> Might I say, uh, while I'm almost certain you're going with option number two, uh, a argument for option number three. Yep, please. Is the way that Zane Australia views, I guess, uh, giving back to the populace in terms of welfare, in terms of education, in terms of healthcare, is that we don't view ourselves as a number of individuals who are looking to make their way through life and through uh, the hazards of Zane Australia as individuals. Uh, The Zane Australian government is there to facilitate the communal aspect and you can call it communist if you want because (laughs) they're the same root word. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that uh, we assume that citizens of... Zane Australia would, under circumstances, care for each other. And so the government acts as an intermediary to see that those who need care get it, those who need education get it, those who need welfare get it. And they get also get see that they get to contribute where they can so that it all becomes part of a system rather than uh, each individual being a system unto themselves trying to... Darwin select selectivism yes. their way into a bigger sort of organism or environment that is Andropolia. So the irony here is is that I agree completely with everything you've just said. Mm. I sympathize entirely with everything you just and I, 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 I really agree. Yes, people, I want to foster. An environment where people do care for each other, where they do look out for their best interest, and, and there they... is no reason that a situation like Andrew Polia, where there there is no state-sponsored healthcare, that they couldn't ask other people to help them. And it is precisely for yeah. that reason that I am banning charities, banning charitable organisations, so... which will which will make charity a very individual. And a very personal. Uh, so, uh, how would how would Andrew Polly view something like GoFundMe? Because that <clears throat> that is basically almost the new way to 
fund your healthcare in America is that if you are facing a massive bill, is you start a GoFundMe page where people can give you money. It's the, individuals. The American healthcare system is a giant mess oh, for yeah. for a number of reasons. It is it is so far from a free market. It's uh, I one hundred percent agree. It's not but funny. Like that 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 particular system where uh, it is crowdfunding. Yes. Uh, it's still individuals giving and now that I would say is is perfectly fine. I wouldn't class that as a charitable organization okay. because that's people, you know, very deliberately, very explicitly saying, I need help, please help me. Yeah, and people right? saying, You and, need and help, I are, will help you. And people are directly responding to that. And um, something like, say, Ronald McDonald House. Yes. Would be banned. Which itself in, in, in this particular example, Ronald McDonald House is a fine organization. They really do Oh, do, of, of do course. Good We're work, not besmirching, but, besmirching no. <laughs> charities, but, but in a hypothetical world. But um, it, there is a reality that charitable organisations are corrupt. Um, yeah, yes. Not, 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 not inherently, but, uh, but a number of them are. And it's easy to become so. And it's easy to become so. Um, they also get a lot of um, tax uh, incentives, um, especially when you're classified as a non-profit organisation. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden you're exempt from a lot of rules that other organisations who also do good work. I mean, for, for somebody who is, who is you know, going around town giving, giving out bandages to people who need it, um, to say that that's any less important than somebody who manufactures and sells iPhones to yes, people who need yeah. those uh, is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> You you can't equate the value of something except for on an individual level. You know, people value things differently and you have to let them value things differently. You can't say that one thing is always going to be more, more valuable. That, that goes against nature. goes against the free market, certainly. Yeah. And absolutely, and my, my argument why Zane Australia wouldn't go for wouldn't wouldn't ban charities is that the government of Zane Australia, ideally, in its final form, would be a very communal. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be one one group of people. It would be very decentralised. And Andropolia is working towards the exact same goal of a community that works for the benefit of itself and its members. Which is why I was a little bit. Confuses why you get rid of charity only because that takes help that takes welfare out of government hands. Well, if I can clarify, I'm banning charities, not being charitable. Okay, being charitable is still is still perfectly fine. And so instead of instead of donating to like say the Australian Cancer Cancer Fund, you would donate directly to someone with cancer, someone with cancer, or yes, someone who's developing, or a hospital would 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 directly say, "Hey, you have cancer. I I want to treat you. You know, you can't afford it. I want to treat you." Okay, yeah. So what happens? What happens? Indeed. Well, I was expecting a lot more fire. Have you clicked but, the add more button? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, a, a fire from, a fire I, I from you gentlemen. I think it perfectly um, fits what you're trying to do. It's yes. definitely not something that I would do, um, even though I believe that, yeah, charities are an unnecessary middleman in most of the case. Charity no longer begins at home. Oh, no. And the Andropolian econom- economy fell from strong to good. Oh, no. Old woman waits in vain for help crossing road. Uh oh. <laughs> too many children missing breakfast, teachers say. Oh no. School bans chess as too passive. 
Andrew Foley, what's going on? Economic slump minor temporary experts say, well, we can't trust the economic experts. We know they're, whatever they're saying is the exact opposite of what's going on. This is a disaster. It's not this great. Is, this is much worse than I was <laughs> bearing for. For those of you who are wondering what that thumbing sound was, Seb was just banging his head on the desk a few times. But in a fun way, this is hilarious. This this is genuinely a dark day for Andropolia. I was not Uh, expecting this for them. I just told people to go fuck themselves. (laughs) Come on, guys. You're dying? Just be better. (laughs) Banning charities (laughs) and and, uh, essentially... um, by one interpretation, forcing people to defend for themselves has mm. increased authoritarianism 40%. I guess it's because you control more of the market so you can actually pick and choose who gets what. I think it's because he told people. It's true, banning something, authoritarianism yeah. will go quite, up. Quite, yeah. quite true. Mm. And it could also be the case that a lot of charities were state-sponsored or partially state-sponsored anyway. Yep. Um, so this goes towards reducing um, government... And if you read into authoritarianism as general oppression as well... That's right. The the whole message was, no one's going to help you. No, no, no. Not that no one's going to help you. It's if you want help, you have to find it. Nobody's going to come looking to help you. That's the big brother is saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. So income equality rose 34%. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, average income That's of something the, that you don't like, it, right? Average income of the poor rose 14%. Okay. This may not be as dark as first... Wait, how did that income go up? I'm very curious as well. How the, I, I, I think there's some fidgetiness going on and some numbers aren't adding up mm. in the algorithms of the game. <laughs> I've broken Those the game. <laughs> I've broken the game. Don't worry, um, nation states, we still love you. <laughs> the death rate... And beverage sales increased by 7.5%. 7.5% death. Tourism rate. is up 6%, presumably to witness <laughs> to, all the. All even the North Korea gets tourists. Well, although there are a few of. <laughs> the, all three. <laughs> you can go, it's 14, a plane ride. You can. Uh, I, I think they're banning United States citizens from um, visiting we, from September. We can still go, though. Why would moment. we? Why would we, though? But we can. I didn't, I'm not going. Just on a side note, if you if you ever do listen to this guy, Michael Malice, um, not only does he have a fantastic name, he is very critical of um, uh, communist regimes, especially the North Korean, and mm-hmm. he has some wonderful wonderful things to say about it. So tourism. So, does he have a podcast or, radio or uh, he, 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 or? Probably, he probably does have um, websites and things. I've only ever um, heard of him through the um, Tom Woods show. Yep, um, but that in itself is is quite a good um, yeah, oh, podcast. Uh, tourism up six percent. Averageness yep. as well is is up is up five percent. I don't know what the average standardized normality scale is, but uh, it's Pretty up five percent. Good, well, good to hear. Uh, pizza delivery up four, safety up four, and arms manufacturing up three. All in all, that's that sort of rounds out the um, the uh, increases, topped by authoritarianism, unfortunately. Mm. But surprisingly, average income of the poor up fourteen yeah. percent. That's very surprising. Well, your death rate went down. Uh, the death rate no, it sorry, went, it went up. up by seven and a half percent. Sorry, I mean, so it went so up. maybe more poor people died. Possibly. <laughs> so the poorer <laughs> poor people died. Yeah. Possibly, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, on the negatives, uh, welfare down one hundred percent. 
Yep. Yeah, well, now, that's... that's exactly what I was hoping for. Hmm. No state-sponsored, no organised welfare at all. It's going to be individual if if it's going to be at all. Yeah. As it should be. Niceness, down 33%. Not surprising. <laughs> Wealth gaps are down. Um we already knew that. I'm, so, I'm surprised by that, though. An average income of the rich down 15%. I guess the rich had their fingers in a lot in of charities. in a lot of pies, mm. and this is a this is a good step towards equality. E- equality did, yeah. did, did did go up. Um, Infotech is down four percent. Public transport and book publishing and gambling down four percent. Other than um, uh, other than uh, yes, compassion and niceness. Um, down significantly, and welfare uh, eradicated um, altogether. Everything else is you know, well. Look in 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 the lows. Maybe the day was not so dark in Act Two of the trilogy of Carnage. No. Though I do think that a lot of your poorer citizens may have passed on. <laughs> passed on. <laughs> well, just as a quick, just as a quick reference, let us see what is now the leading cause of death. Um, in uh, in Andropolia, it was old age, mm-hmm. uh, at, at something like fifty two percent. It is now, believe it or not, it remains old age is the leading mm-hmm. cause of death at fifty four percent. Comparatively to Zane Australia's leading cause of death, which is also old age, congratulations, ninety four point one percent. Goodness me, that is remarkable. Well, it's cancer. <laughs> the second is 5.5% lost in the wilderness. So, you know, then not not everyone's a scientist in Zane Australia, just most of us. Mine's 30, almost 40% cancer. Wow. 36, All that mining, man. 36% old age, 23% heart disease, 2.7% murder, and then there's the thing that's so small I can't even click on. 2.7% murder. What's I literally your only murder have statistics, Zane? My, your my murder statistics? Zero. You have zero murder? I have three causes of death. Old age, lost in wilderness, and heart disease at 0.4%. Leading causes of death in Andropolia, old age at 54%. Heart disease at 26 Murder is the third highest cause of death at 17%. Jeez. Maybe you <laughs> one maybe you put your faith in the wrong people. Well, as we know from the very beginning, crime has been a problem. Ah, that's in true. Andropolia. Yeah. Crime has never been a problem in Australia. We will be addressing crime in Act 3. <laughs> oh no. The finale. Oh, no. The finale in the trilogy of Carnage which could result in actual death. All right. For for you? For me? Well, for the, for, Seb. For, the, for the murderers. But <laughs> Seb's doing a fine Ooh. job of killing his own people. <laughs> you Finally laugh. getting to the death penalty. <laughs> Mine's about missiles, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this has been the super, super special second edition of our Patreon-only episodes. Uh, so you know where to find us, but, you know, talk to us on Twitter and uh, on Facebook. Tell us what you would have done differently and maybe some of the reasoning behind the odd numbers that we got um yeah, yeah what happened with what was the weird one for you uh, authoritarianism that went up no the income equality one uh, the income equality yes yeah, uh, the charities. average income of the poor went up yeah um yeah. average income of I'm the rich sure went down well, it could be because of death but or or you can always just check out our nations on uh nation states so as always i have been chancellor zane c weber of the nation of zane australia twirling Towards the future. I'm Supreme Leader Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. 
uh, trained so your prayers need your vitamins. And I have been El Presidente Jefe Grande Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you, carte blanche, sans plume. Thank sans you, gentlemen. charity. <laughs> Till next we meet. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.